Bible commands us to cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression. This is the Cry Aloud Broadcast with Evangelist Ted Houston. Glad you're with us today. Thanks for listening in. We're continuing our look at Psalm 85, verses 4 through 7, which begins in verse 4 with this, Turn us, O God. And then it says in verse number 7, Wilt thou not revive us again? And it talks about the anger of God and that Israel had transgressed in their behaviors in such, in such to the place that they knew that God was not pleased with them. It's sad to me that America doesn't seem to see that. And God has been very merciful to us considering all these years since 1973 of all the abortions and considering the, the drunkenness and the pornography and the profanity and, and the nudity and on and on it goes of America. And it's crept into our churches. Our churches today are, are, uh, are, are like being at a rock concert. They're like uh, being down at, uh, at some bar somewhere with the way they behave. It's like uh, going to, uh, to out in the, in the park in the summer with uh, the dress and, and uh, you know, the, the, the things that are, are on our bodies and the way we talk and behave. It's just a sad thing, and it's, it's sad to me. I think we need to realize this. And God's people that have got some holiness about us, we need to realize that we need revival. And that was our first point. These folks realized they needed revival. Secondly, I want to say to you, the production of your life, we talked about the reason that they knew they needed revival, and we said it was through the Scripture and the, the preaching and through the Scripture. But secondly, we know we need revival. Uh, it's told to us by the production of our life. What that means, it, it tells you whether you need revival or not. You know, if you have uh, lost anything in your Christian life, well, we talked about break up your fallow ground, and I said that I would talk about that. And, you know, I grew up in a farm in Kansas and farmed for my grandfather, and my grandfather practiced crop rotation, and so he had ground that he, they called fallow ground. And fallow ground is ground that, uh, that is, is capable of producing crops, but they don't plant it. They don't plow it. They don't disc it. Uh, they, just, uh, they just let it go. And that fallow ground, instead of producing a crop that is edible, it produces weeds and thistles. And that ground, instead of being soft when you walk across it and, and being a, a soil that could do something, it becomes hard and it becomes cracked. You know, dear friend, God said to the Jewish people, break up your fallow ground. It's time for you to break it up. We read that over there in Hosea where he said, sow to yourselves in righteousness. Quit sowing the wickedness. Reap in mercy. If you'll do that, I'll show you mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. And Jeremiah gave the same message, For thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, Break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. Can I tell you, dear friend, that you and I, every one of us, I, we ought to be taking an inventory of our life. One of the things I learned, was I was a prodigal, a backslidden Christian. One of the things I learned was start to start taking a good look at myself, taking an inventory 
not not comparing myself to other Christians, not comparing myself to the world, but comparing myself to the Lord and realizing that I had fallow ground in my life, that I had areas of my life that were not producing what God wanted to be produced. And they were full of the weeds. They were full of the thoughts and the philosophies and the actions and the activities of the world. I was living for the fun. I was having a good time, so to speak. But I say, you know, if you're truly saved, you're like me. I was smiling and laughing on the outside, but I was dying on the inside because if you're truly saved and the Holy Spirit's in you, you're grieving and quenching him. And you know what you're doing is wrong. And, you know, preachers and denominations schedule revivals sometimes annually because they know that Christians are susceptible to becoming lukewarm, in danger of dying, and becoming unproductive. Evangelists give their life and their ministry to evangelism. We need revival. Dear friend, look at your life. Is it revealing to you a need for revival? Thank you for listening to the Cry Aloud broadcast with evangelist Ted Houston, produced by Bible Tracks Incorporated of Bloomington, Illinois. Visit BibleTracksInc.org for more information.